You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The episode that you're about to hear was recorded live in front of a uh, audience at SporkleCon. Uh, yearly convention, and uh, that was recorded in early September, and uh, we present it to you now as a uh, triviality episode. So it's going to be a little bit different in that uh, the teams who were uh, there at the live event were participating, and therefore um, it will be presented as more of a question-answer format. And we want to remind you that uh, this is a Airwave production. Uh, airwavemedia.com is where you can find that. Uh, they have other great podcasts such as Clever, Movie Therapy, and Unspookable. Uh, hope you enjoy the live triviality. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. Uh, welcome to Triviality, the show where a lack of seriousness... The game. It'd never get that right. The game. <laughs> Meets a lot of editing, apparently. But, <laughs> the game, where a lack of seriousness... Yes. Meets a little bit of knowledge. Hello. Welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you guys for coming in. I am Matt. Uh, I'm Jeff. I'm Neil. No, no I'm Ken. you're not Neil. <laughs> where is Neil? Uh, Everyone Neil keeps asking. Neil got confused us. as to where we were going. He thought he was hired to play a part in the musical Oklahoma, so he went to Oklahoma instead. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have to get him back at some point. But yeah. uh, geography, he knowledge. really <laughs> this one up. <laughs> is this oh, yeah. PG? What are we I'm, doing? I'm here? coming in hot today. Okay. <laughs> we have an editor. He takes care of all of that. And it's me. Yeah. So what do we do usually on the show? Uh, what do we do? What we do is usually we uh, play a trivia game on the show, but today we are live, so the people who are listening to us are going to be playing the game on Triv Now. Mm-hmm. Not a sponsor. Not, not a sponsor, not a sponsor but uh, they're, they're worthy. Maybe. One day. They're worthy of a shout out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically what we're going to do is playing a classic triviality game where we have rules. Uh, we have a rules read. How does that game work? All right. So basically first round, 10 questions, 10 points apiece. Quick swing round, which will be just a little bit faster, but uh, through the app, you'll get the questions one at a time. Um, those will be worth five points apiece, and that'll be themed. Second round, 10 questions, 10 points apiece. And then we have a final with some wagering uh, zero to 30 points on each question, not to exceed your total. And uh, we're actually going to do three questions today for the final, not five as per usual, but three. Yep. Are you guys ready to get some questions? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, energy. Thank you for bringing a little energy. I know it was a we don't have it, it was a late night last night. <laughs> Some of us, We're like, asking a lot of people for, it, yeah. for, for us too, and it's starting to feel like the Hotel California because we might not get out of here tonight. Uh, well, maybe tomorrow. We're hoping, but we're gonna get through this game. It's gonna be a blast. And thank you guys all so much for joining us. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Coming out. All right. So the first set of questions are gonna be Matt questions. So I do apologize. There is sports involved. Um, not everyone loves that, but some of you guys do. So hopefully you guys enjoy that. So we're going to get started with the first question. Mm. Oh. <laughs> and you know what? I proofread this this morning, and that's why you shouldn't proofread at six in the morning. <laughs> this past season, Nikola Jokic became just the seventh international player to win the NBA MVP while leading the Nuggets to their first title. <laughs> Which former number one pick, who is often overshadowed by the number three pick in the same draft, was the first? So that is the Nuggets, correct? I don't know a lot about basketball, but <laughs> yeah, there's no Nuggets yet. I've got this, Matt. You got this? Yeah. You're scoring it? Yeah, I'm learning how to do this as we go. I'll tell you what, the spelling has been phenomenal so far because this, there's, there's issues with spelling on occasion. Doing it on the fly. Mm-hmm. And if you're in the hallway, please join us. We're still <laughs> open. No penalty for joining. If you late. need a place to sit, we appreciate it. We have we seats. have yeah, several. You can just find a seat. Take a seat. You know, take a load of house this morning. See if you could borrow a seat from somebody else. Appreciate. Jin Motion has joined our event. Yeah. Welcome. You. Uh, you guys have about forty-five seconds to answer these questions. Um, we don't end it until we pretty much have every team submitted an answer. Uh, so we give you about ten more seconds. Um, and I am going to end this. I'm going to mark this one right. Uh, it's about fifty. Yeah, it's all right. <gasps> Listen, if if you can't spell it right, then they get uh, spelling credit, right? <laughs> all right. Uh, the answer to this one was uh, from Houston, Hakeem Olajuwon. So if you said Hakeem Olajuwon, you're getting points. And if you said Hakeem Olajuwon and it was marked wrong, please let us know and we will fix that because that happens on occasion on this app that we keep promoting. Okay, question two. Oh, by the way, we'll have, we'll have some small prizes today as well, guys. So if you are the uh, top uh, three teams, let us know, and we'll arrange to send you guys something. Uh, I believe Neil is signing a copy of his new book, and he'll be sending that out to one of the top three winners as well. Um, T-shirts. Yeah, mugs Smaller maybe. prizes. I don't well, know. if you want to support a small artist, uh, you can get Behind the Screens, right? The, the Behind the, the Screens by Neil Fisher. I don't yeah, he's not here. He doesn't get his promotion. <laughs> All right, this next question. Inspired by the classic Japanese character Astro Boy, Mischief released a pair of ridiculously large rubber boots mm. of what color? These were seen on runways, celebrities, and eventually knockoff racks in the spring and summer of 2023. These See, when are I, great. When I read Astro Boy, I thought this was a Ken question, and then it was shoes, and I was like, oh, no, it's Matt. When we were in Japan, I saw a guy wearing these. You remember, Jeff? Vaguely. Or they were How do you not remember close. these boots? <laughs> you you would remember them if you saw them, yeah. Jeff. Maybe. Oh, you, you know what? We were in the magic card shop, so he was distracted. That is 100% what happened. $100,000 in yen on, on magic cards. I did spend too much yen. We're not going <laughs> to get much it. Yen. Too a, much yen. Too much yen. time. That'd be the name of this episode if we were releasing it. All right. It looks like we got as many answers in as we we're going to get. Uh, and those were big red, big red boots. The big red boots. There oh, we go. Hey, see, how about hey. that? That was the problem. Now you it guys turns out we had internet connectivity issues. I can't believe it. All right, next question. The one thing we should have checked. All right. Nice satisfying noises from the <laughs> TrivNow app. 
Uh, this actor turned game show host made the transition from soup to cakes when he became the host of Fox's Crime Scene Kitchen in 2021. I'm not sure if he took introduction to competitive cooking shows in college. Oh, God, this mm. is a mad question. <laughs> it's got everything I like. Soups, cakes. A nice joke at the end. Yeah. That might give away the answer. I like I like <laughs> them to have lots of clues. Um, I don't want you guys to have to think too hard because last night was really tough. Uh, you know, we took it on the chin, so make it a little easier. But on the bright side, we did get 69, I'm, we, which we is we what we really wanted. 69th I'm, place, the best place. I got these. I'm marking them right. That's okay. what we really want. Just worry about ending it. And All right. If you guys haven't seen this show, it's amazing. Uh, they go into a kitchen where something was baked, and then they have to figure, figure out, out what, what was made. baked and yeah. bake it. It's kind of cool. And it's awesome. Great show. I'm obsessed with it. Some of these wrong answers, I would like to watch them host a cake show, though. Let's um, let's hear some of them. I well, I think Justin Long would do a great job with a with a. <laughs> that would be excellent. <laughs> Drew Carey, but he's a little busy too, and I don't know which Baldwin, Alec, or you think Alec, probably Stephen. Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> Stephen Baldwin hosting a cake show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, looks like we got as many answers as possible. Uh, this is a star of Community, a college show. That is Joel McHale. Danny Pudi was the star of that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to the WWE, WrestleMania 3 set the North American indoor record for attendance with over 91,000, which is amazing since the max capacity of the Silver Dome was said to be 78,000. In what state did this event take place in which Hulk Hogan managed to body slam a 900-pound Andre the Giant with one arm, according to Hulk Hogan? 900 pounds? <laughs> yeah, because I think that's the according to part. <laughs> one arm. He's amazing. Hulk was never good at math, apparently. The numbers are way off here. The big question is, where is the I Silver don't know the Dome? answer to this, but I could tell you the numbers are way off. Where was the Silver Dome? Yeah, I believe you, it's you Rubble. You know this, now. right? What, what was Andre the Giant's um, official weight? I thought it was like 550-something. Andre the Giant was billed as over 500 pounds, yeah. which could be 900 because that is over 500 <laughs> pounds. So I'm it's not, not technically wrong. It is not technically wrong. Uh, noted truth teller, Hulk Hogan. And slinger of spaghetti. <laughs> Your fine of spaghetti. Pasta media was going to Pasta media creator, Hulk Hogan. All right. Jet ski enthusiast. <laughs> if you're not sick of these jokes after 300 episodes, yeah, there's a lot more up. where that came from. Uh, <laughs> so, a lot of you guys know that the Silver Dome brother is in Michigan, home of the next SparkleCon, right? Yeah, we're all brother. Gonna, Detroit, yeah. yeah we're all going to head on down to the Silver Dome and practice our body slams, I imagine. <laughs> All right, last of the math questions, and then someone else gets to read the Neil questions because I don't know some of those words. All right. Uh, in the late 80s and early 90s, every company felt like they needed an extreme mascot. What was the name of the sunglass-wearing renegade that 7-Up created that would later go on to star in his own video game for the Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis? Well, excellent game. Is it a great game? The best soda-based game there is, arguably. I I wasn't 100% sure. The best soda-based game. No, Pepsi Man for the Super Nintendo was also very excellent. Or the the Coca-Cola game where you're the the polar bear mauling mauling people. It's like a Grand Theft Auto style (laughs) Coca-Cola. That was Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. (laughs) Then the Super Nintendo. (laughs) What's that? Oh, Cocaine Bear was better than it ever should have been. What what we're hearing from the audience here. So it was like a 35 out of 100? Yeah. 
right. Are we all in here, Matt? I think we are all in here. Uh, we got answers about the spot. It looks like most people know it's something along those lines. This is the Cool Spot. Cool Spot. And that was the name of the game, too, right? It was Cool Spot. He was a red dot with sunglasses. And he was cool. That's, that's how you know he was cool. Just uh, There's nothing else about him except he was cool. <laughs> I did give uh, credit to everyone who put uh, spot or the spot yeah. or some variation of that. So yeah, lots of points. We're you know, we're, we're, a generous, of, we're a generous podcast. We like when it comes to here. points. Everyone Thank gets you. points. That's, that's, <laughs> that's very nice. <laughs> All right, uh, these are Neil questions. If you want to read them, uh, I don't know if I have the endurance, but I'll, I'll try. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you In gotta get 2022, Rolling Stone ranked this TV show as the fifth best of all time behind The Wire, Breaking Bad, The Simpsons, and The Sopranos. It remains the only show from outside North America to win the prestigious Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Comedy Series. Oh, a funny show. Is it? Oh. Do you agree with that top four? Uh, I yes. have seen just The no. Simpsons of those. Really? <laughs> I'm not a big... Uh, I wasn't big on TV mm. back back in the before before times. Uh, uh, Breaking Bad is probably going to remain my favorite show ever. Yeah, it, it just hit at that right time, that cultural moment, and it did seem like it got better and better over time. I would have put um, Homeboys from Outer Space somewhere in the top four, <laughs> but probably. I, if you I, don't know the answer, tell us what your favorite show is. I respect that. I think that's what people are doing here. Um, <laughs> I, I respect uh, The Sopranos a lot. I don't know if it's like top five for me, but. It looks like we have answers in here. Almost. This is a tough one. Ten uh, more seconds. Apparently. A couple more by seconds. The, by the There's a very popular wrong answer. It's very popular in viewership and being a wrong answer. Joyce and friends um, yeah. putting IDK appreciate the uh, honesty there. <laughs> I also didn't know this. Um, so, and I yeah, don't know cause so, Neil wrote it. So, so it was not <laughs> the office UK version. Uh, it is Fleabag. Yeah. Fleabag. The fifth best of all time. <laughs> That's what everyone says. It's the fifth best show of all time. That's why you always hear people talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> the murmuring for Fleabag. They, they don't agree. The people don't agree. That's okay. That's I mean, okay. that priest, though, you know. All right. Take a big breath. This is a long one. All right. One. Here we go. Been on a page. Edith Head, winner of an outstanding nine Academy Awards. And an astounding. And of an astounding nine Academy Awards. Helped define the style of classic Hollywood with her own distinctive personal style, which included a forthright personality and her sig uh, signature circular glasses frames, eyeglass frames. She also widely known as an inspiration for what supporting character in the Incredibles franchise that is voiced by director Brad Bird. Or taken, yeah. So, simply enough, what is the name of that <laughs> character? I think that's what he's asking. Yeah. I think I like any question that takes the entire 45 seconds to read. That's how you know it's a good question. What's the name of that character? We pay Neil per word. So he tries to cram as much in as he possibly yeah. can. We pay Neil. <laughs> he, write, he writes books and he can't stop. So that's, uh, that's the problem. Yeah. Looks like a lot of you guys know this one, though. So I'm, I'm very impressed because I didn't know. I think everybody yeah, so I didn't. far has it. I'm yeah. giving points. She, she hates capes, right? Is that, is that what we know? No capes. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think. The cape will kill you. It looks like this is a social. Everybody's out of 15. Right. All right. It is Edna mode or something like that. As long as you had Edna, we were. Some form of Edna. Edna. Not Krabappel. You guys did great. Great question. Hey, let's move on to the next one. 
All right. Oh, this one's shorter. Good. <laughs> what one word do all these clues have in common? Characters Johnny Hooker and Henry Gondorf. Lyric, how can I save my little boy from Oppenheimer's deadly toy and apitoxin? That's correct. Assume that's some sort of medicine. Apitoxin? I don't know. Oh, so some some people are getting this. Yeah, there are at least two people ah, who got if, this. I, I will we'll say we'll say this. If you listen to the show, you might have <laughs> you might have a leg up on this question. You might have some insight. It's, it's a running joke that that has been going on for a long, long time. If you know what I'm saying, they're all in Bowling for Soup. Just a long time God, for this. I question. thought we could do one episode without talking about Bowling for Soup. Mm-hmm. The answer to this question may be known for its. Duration. No, don't keep. Th- no, they, people have already people answered. Not have not no answered more additional yet. clues. These uh, are not gimmies. Yeah, there are real prizes that we have all somewhere. Right, all right. The answer was Sorry. hiding in the rafters. So, the Sorry whole for time. making it entertaining. <laughs> Does anyone get that? That's um, okay. I'm I'm saying potash here is my favorite answer so okay. far. Well, we got um, all the answers in. Nice uh, callback. What we're looking for here was Sting. Sting. Uh, they're in a. Uh, Something about Robert Redford. That's a Sting song, and that's a bee sting. The characters are the characters from The Sting. Mm. Yes. Correct. So that was Sting. All right. Next question. Next question. Oh, boy. A Georgetown <laughs> University alum and author-screenwriter, along with director William Friedkin, were compelled to attend a special ceremony in uh, 2015 to make a set of screen-use steps a historical landmark. What iconic DC set film lends its name to the 97 steps that after 50 years still remain a huge tourist attraction? Mm, local. You guys could go see that, I imagine. If you're from here. If you're or, or if you're in town, fan of, if you're a big <laughs> fan of, If you're a big fan of stairs. If you guys ever go to DC, I recommend checking it out. We're giving you guys a couple more seconds to figure this one out. Might be the first question about stairs we've ever had on the show. <laughs> I can't think of any maybe other. Maybe it's questions. a ladder. I'm I'm assuming it's stairs, but maybe it's a ladder. It could be about a Just ladder. Steps. I feel like we had. Uh, there's got to be one about stairs. Famous ladders. Famous ladders. Haven't we talked about the Jacob's ladder? The scene <laughs> in um, tables, ladders, and chairs. No, what's the What's the movie? Shoots and ladders. That's Shoots shot in uh, Union Station that Neil likes. This looks like a tough one. It looks like it's fifty fifty here. Uh, Getting a lot of um, milk, or maybe <laughs> no MLK, different movie. Uh, All the President's Men, Abe Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Unfortunately, not correct. Great, great <laughs> film though. Great film doesn't need to be a national national landmark. This was The Exorcist. The Exorcist. Yeah, interesting. It was a tougher one. It made sad noise. I kind of forgot it was a DC set, but it oh. makes sense with William Friedkin, director right. of The Exorcist. This <laughs> one. <laughs> All right. It's 1994. The game is tied at 21. And in the final seconds, Giants head football coach Danny O'Shea, with ice in his veins and ice on the field, calls what five-word trick play that was inspired by John Madden's holy roller and a fumble ruski. The miracle play proved to be the deciding factor in the Giants' comeback victory that put the Kevin O'Shea-led Cowboys over ice. In a big ice mood wow. when he wrote that one. That's dramatic. Do you know the ice on the field? Do you know that reference? I don't know anything. I don't know anything I've never about seen what I just film. said. No. Who's John Madden even? <laughs> uh, What's a fumble ruski? His, uh, his niece was named Icebox. Okay. You guys have seen Little Giants. 
It is a fantastic work of film. I recommend it. I like uh, how we just gave away that it's in a film called Little Giants. Oh, well, <laughs> hey. Oh, well. I do this once a stream where I give an answer away on accident. Um, so we get it out now. It's important. So we got all the answers in. Uh, this is a play that was designed by a small child with glasses. Uh, it's the annexation of Puerto Rico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next up is the swing round. This is going to be uh, 10 pictures. Uh, so make sure you have your app up. It's going to be on the screen. Uh, the round is called Color Blind. I'm going to show you pictures that I put into black and white of popular characters that are associated with one color. You have to tell me that is most associated with that character. It'll make sense once they show you the first one. <laughs> and you will also receive the names. So, Sometimes. What color is associated with Sailor Jupiter? So in other words, these characters are part of a group of different colored characters, right? We that all is grew, correct. We all, we all grew up with these cartoons. Some of us. Cartoons, other groups. Also, some of us never grew up, Ken. We still watch Sailor Moon daily. Ken Not does. Me, Ken yeah. still I am Sailor literally Moon. watching Sailor Moon because it's like funny but also boring, so I fall asleep to it. Funny but also boring. Um, yeah, things get weird later on in the show. Yeah, the, right. That was our other tagline. Not the first episode. <laughs> funny but also boring. I thought that was the, the title of Neil Sextate. Oh. <laughs> to defend himself. That's exactly. Uh, all right, waiting for one more answer. I'm going to give you about five seconds. How are the answers looking? Do we got a lot of Sailor Moon uh, fans in the crowd? We here? have a few. Got a or, few out there. Or people that are, you know, there's only so many colors, so it's not bad to guess. Uh, the answer we're looking for um, can be seen on the jersey of the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. It's green. Green. All right, moving on to the next one. What color is associated with this Ninja Turtle? And I didn't give his name because that would be too easy, but it might be given away. But for, <laughs> the people, uh, for the people at home, he's got an M on his belt. <laughs> <laughs> and he's and, holding nunchucks. Yeah. A bit of a party dude, if you ask me. But no one's asking me. That is correct. <laughs> but all the answers are colors, so we need the name of color. That is correct. If you guys haven't seen the newest... Uh, movie with these guys. It's very the Seth good. Rogen one? Yes. Is Mut it good? Mutant Mayhem. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Would recommend. Didn't love uh, Splinter's origin story, but yeah. I loved I loved the turtles. Yeah, they're very funny. They were especially emphasis on the teenage. Mm -hmm. uh, this is obviously Michelangelo. He is the orange ninja turtle. Yay. Orange is the turtle. All right. Next one. What color is most associated with this version of Tommy the Power Ranger? This version of this Tommy, version. the Power Ranger. There yeah. might be two Tommies. So actually, I uh, I think it might be. Three. I, 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 w I was looking. I was looking to make sure there were only two Tommies. There's actually four Tommies oh over God. all the Power Rangers, but in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, just two. Mm -hmm. Very important distinction. But you got to get the right one. When I was twelve, he was the coolest guy I ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> Played a flute, did karate. There's, there is somewhere in my parents' basement where that um, flute slash dagger lives, and and I, when you I gotta find get that it, sound effect on the board, to be I honest. will be rich. So, all right, looks like all the answers are in. 
uh, a kind of a mix between red, blue, and green. This was the Green Ranger. Which, thank God, because his other ranger has a terrible name. Here's a fun one. (laughs) (laughs) What color is associated with Waluigi? If you know, you know. Specifically is hat, (laughs) shirt. His hat and shirt combo. I think his overalls are the same color. Not his secondary color, his, his primary color. Wow. You guys seem to know this character the most. And don't worry, if you don't like this round, there's only six more. <laughs> 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 we moved through them quick. Nobody brought any fruit, so we're in good standing. <laughs> Do you ever pick Waluigi in like Mario Tennis or oh, in Mario, Mario tennis, Kart great. or anything like that? Good range. So you're a scumbag. Is what we're <laughs> <laughs> Watch shots fired. Let's, let's show of hands. Who picks Waluigi? There it okay. is. A lot. Okay. Wow. Wow. Uh, so the answer we're looking for is purple. Waluigi. Often wearing purple. All right. This Much is like Gogo Bardello. <laughs> this is Alvin Seville. This the is the, the 80s version, not the CGI monstrosity thank, thank goodness for that yeah how many of those movies are there there's like, like three five chipmunk movies probably no more reason. than there needed to be oh everyone knows this one it seems like yeah you say that and then someone gets it wrong and then you make them gentler. feel bad matt yeah, yeah. Not, not everybody's not everybody not <laughs> it's everybody really got rude. it but it's generally easier we're, yeah we're the show where lack of seriousness meets like Midwest Brutal nice. criticism. If I could figure out how this <laughs> app works, I would show you it in color because this is red. He wears red with a big yellow A on it. Uh, that's Alvin. All right. This is a tough one. Sorry. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> what color is associated with this Powerpuff girl? No name. No name on this you, one. That's the easiest one? You know, your big Powerpuff? It's going to be for some big people. Big Puffhead over here. Is that what they're called? <laughs> Sorry to the listeners at home. There's no name on this, so just pick one of three and and pray. Score yourself. Yeah. We'll tell Score you before, yourself. then hit pause. Just and remember then the points are made up. Are they? Home. Well, at home they are. They matter here for once. You can give yourself points. however many points you want. We don't, we don't care. Yeah, email us your score. We're not. We'll we're send not you a there's no oversight to this. <laughs> <laughs> we, would like, we would like to have your self-submitted scores audited, so just send them over. All right. There's no way they got 250 points <laughs> on this game. Uh, this That's is what I say when we Bubbles the Powerpuff Girl, uh, and she's blue. She wears blue. That's Bubbles. Yeah, Bubbles. Oh, this one I didn't know until I looked it up. Uh, this is an angry bird. What color is this angry bird? Burb. For, for the people at home, this is the triangular sort of shaped bird with a large forehead and very angry eyebrows. I believe these, his name is Chuck. Do they have actual species, I'm assuming? I, I don't know the lore this one of is, the angry birds. Yeah, I think saying the species would give away the color. Uh, maybe. Yeah. But I don't want to do that. Cardinal, maybe a blue jay. <laughs> that's maybe true. Maybe a green-footed... Booby? Booby. I think that's blue-footed. I'm, I'm, I'm making, making stuff crap up. up. I don't know. Oh, that's a shame. Don't ask me to name birds. No one has ever Not asked me to name birds. Penguin. Uh, so... About half the room here picking up that this is Chuck the Yellow Angry Bird. He is yellow. Um, And that's what it is. This is a tough one, too, I think. Good for me. I wrote these. Uh, (laughs) You wrote some of them. (laughs) Some of them. What color is most associated with Donald's nephew, Dewey? It's Dewey, guys. We need Dewey. I like how you use the new. This is the new one. I like the new ones. They're good. 
There's an expanded DuckTales universe. Is this the one where, um, what's his name? Life is, uh, is still Scrooge? like a hurricane, though. Who's the yeah, I don't know. It's an Irish man. I don't know. Isn't it David Tennant? David Tennant. Right? Is Scrooge, He's Scrooge McDuck, McDuck yes. Yeah. Daniel Pudi, one of these guys, I think. Yeah. Because he yelled at uh, yes. Larry King about let's, it. Let's all point out the fact that that Larry King interview with Danny Pudi is one of the best things. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, Larry, I'm on DuckTales. Yeah. Doesn't ride in his private jets. A lot of you guys know this one. I wonder if it was a guest or if you guys know it. Um, a lot of DuckTales fans. Primary mm. colors are a good place to start, usually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it looks like all the answers are about to be in. Um, yep. This one is blue. Uh, Dewey is blue, so you assume dew with water. Water is blue. That's how you can remember that one. And Louie is L for leaves, he's green. And then the other one is red, whose name I <laughs> escapes me. Uh, this Very is, thorough, Matt. <laughs> I do all my own research. What color is this Eminem mascot most it's closely very, associated it's with? It's very clear that you do your own research. <laughs> la la. <laughs> this was everyone's favorite Eminem, I assume. can't believe you are over-sexualizing Eminems like this. Dare they change her shoes? What was it? <laughs> The shoes that people know. were mad No points for that adjective in front. Nope, I, I scored it right. <laughs> I scored it. You we're gave good. points? Oh, That's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. This was um, the Rolling Stones' favorite one. Nancy right? Sinatra's favorite, too. Okay. Let's not talk about Jeff's uh, M&M <laughs> dreams. Yeah. You mean the ones where I smash them on the table <laughs> and then uh, eat them in front of you to make you upset? For any of you who've this, heard that, this M M&M is sentient. Is so. that has that been released yeah. yet? The one where I'm smashing M&Ms? Uh, probably not. Yeah. That isn't the inappropriate way to eat them. Uh, <laughs> I think that we got as many answers in as possible, and this is the green M M&M. and M, sassy green M M&M. and M. Great shoes. All right, I think this might be the last one. Uh, what color is this Pixar character most associated with? Mm. I think I ran into this voice actor in an elevator one time. Really? This yeah. voice actor has a colorful last name. Yeah. Is it the same color? It is not okay. the same color. No tricks. Are, are you do not know who voiced this character? I don't know a lot of things. That's one of them. Yeah. Louis Black is the voice actor. Mm-hmm. He was kind in the elevator? I, um, I wasn't 100% sure. Okay. I'm not like a Louis Black fan, mm. so I didn't know what to say. So Fair I just enough. let it go. Sometimes you just got to let it go. <laughs> That's terrible, being stuck with a celebrity in a. Of all the people that you don't want to piss off, though. Yeah. Yeah, he'll come for you. That's true. Um, all right, it looks like as many answers are in as they're going to be in. Uh, he's red. He's an angry little, little right. red ball or man or whatever he is. He's an emotion. He is an emotion? Okay. Yeah, he's, right? This is inside out? Never seen it. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. One particular argument, he ended up dislocating Ava's jaw. <gasps> Ava, she was such a tough cookie. Rather than cry or scream or anything like that, she... Or she, call the police. Or call the police, like she should have, exactly. <laughs> What does she do? She takes an ashtray and she knocks him over the head and knocks him unconscious. That's how she fought back. She didn't know what to do, so she called Louis B. Mayer. I think I've killed Howard Hughes. What do I do? Revisit a time when the pictures were still big and everyone was ready for their close-up. When you want Tyrone Power instead of Tom Hardy, Jennifer Jones instead of Jennifer Lawrence, or Robert Mitchum rather than Robert Pattinson, then From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. All right, let's move on to round two. Uh, round two. These are going to be Jeff questions, so get ready for science and Buckled geography. In. <laughs> Some hardcore science and geography. I love how um, I was going to read the question, but then it disappeared on me. Uh, in 1971, the British government ended its protectorate in the Trucial states. These states form what present-day country on the Persian Gulf? Easy peasy, right? Yeah. Jeff, I, I narrowed your, the scope down. What's your favorite Trucial state? We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> I don't want to give anything away. That's fair. What is a true? I can't. I can't pick just one. That's my problem. I know. <laughs> so that's, many, that's your problem. So, so many favorites. Many, so many <laughs> trucial states. <laughs> yeah, I hate them all equally. I'm in a trucial state of mind right now. Actually, give you guys a couple more seconds here to get in. Looks like many of you guys are in, and many of you guys have the correct answer. Which yeah, it's a shocker to me because I have no idea what would, this question no is idea. even asking. Whenever it's geography or science, we just give it to I just, Jeff. Yeah, I just say, tune out. Got it. Okay. Uh, all right. It looks like everybody sense. is in, and this is the UAE. What's a trucial state? It's it's what it is. Okay. A state with a truce. <laughs> that was very helpful, Jeff. Great. <laughs> Moving on to, to the find next. Find the word level. with the word. All right, and an opposite Neil question. It has seven words in it. Yep, uh, this is the Sea of Azov borders which two countries? That's it. You know, an easy one. <laughs> Not so much. Very straightforward. <laughs> straightforward is probably the correct word. Not, not only do you have to know one country, but you have to know two. And a sea. And a sea. I don't know any of this. The sea would help. The sea <laughs> probably would help if you know which sea you're looking for. This is a tough one, Jeff. It's not playing well. You I I wrote one toughie. You should have put it. You should have put a clue. <laughs> these are these are not trucial, actually. They're the opposite. Anti-trucial states, possibly. Oh, come on in. No, no, no. He said no thanks. Oh, okay. He saw I what he was it. for. He said he was no like, way. oh, triviality. I'm out. Here. I'm out. <laughs> I heard of these guys. Uh, we're going to give you guys about 10 more seconds and it looks like everyone is in a lot of people getting one and not the other, a lot of Russia, which is correct. But the other one was the Ukraine. Yeah. So if, uh, if you're looking at a map on top of the black sea, um, that little bit there, uh, by Crimea, that would be, uh, I usually look at a map right before bed to calm me down. <laughs> just kind of study, look over the map. I just stare at the tranquil sea, go right to sleep. <laughs> That's for no one. Here you go. I All right. <laughs> yeah, I, I you know, Qualuit, uh, which means place of fish, is the biggest community of the largest island in the Arctic archipelago. 
Name this island. I appreciate you reading all geography. All geography. Did you do five geography? No, I wrote one science-ish question. Science is hard. I wanted to write like current (laughs) stuff, but like, you know, current stuff is like undergoing research and verification and like, I didn't want to write something wrong and look like an idiot in 20 years. That would have been embarrassing. Yeah. You put something on the internet, it's there forever. That's fair. So. That is a big island you guys are guessing incorrectly, but it's, (laughs) (laughs) but it is a big island. A good guess. A couple people. I think one team? One team so far has one three. Team. Three, 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 three teams. Three teams. Yeah. Three that's teams great. are on are on the track. They're of not stuff. on an island because there's three of them. I imagine. It's like everybody's in. Oh, at the last second. I am I got it. Oh, and another one at the last second. Excellent job, Joyce and friends. Pulling it in right at the end. I am baffled by this answer. What is the answer? Baffin Island. Oh, uh, okay. The Baffin. <laughs> Didn't know it was an island or existed. All right. Yeah, I should have <laughs> known you were going to take my joke. <laughs> Here's a space question. Love space. Recently, the newest NASA mission to the moon was launched under what program name? This program will pave the way for a future mission to Mars. Mm. Last thing that went to the moon was my NFT collection. Back, back, and then it came back crashing down. back down. Back down. <laughs> can I? Can I? Did give, you get out on can top? Can I give a small hint to this one, Jeff? Do I, I have your permission? I believe there is a. I think a people small are getting it there. correct All enough right. that we don't need. And I'll give no hint. Whatever. Hint I'm sorry. Gonna th- give. There is not a small hint in this. I thought I wrote one. No, you took it out. You said too easy. <laughs> too easy. I, apparently, are still getting it though. So yeah. Um, a lot of right answers on this one. Matt, I thought I sent you a much more robust question than this. Apologies. You did not. That's not there. This is what I got. That's what you guys are getting. All right. I'm going to give you guys another 10 seconds to get those last answers in. Uh, Looks like about 50-50 here. Uh, Jeff, what's the answer to this one? Um, So I thought in the original question, I said they were on the hunt uh, for this uh, because the answer is Artemis. Mm. Without the hint, it was an Artemis foul. (laughs) Boo. Oh, don't boo me. Boo him in person. Get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Got the sad trombone. <laughs> we knew there was going to be one. Thanks right. on the music cue. Um, all right. So what are the male honeybees called that are the only members of the colony allowed to mate with the queen? Lucky. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I don't know about that. Uh, if you know much about the their lives, I, I don't know if they're that lucky. But to each their own. <laughs> the life of a honeybee is brief. But I know. Ken, you, I, we know you don't want to be a worker joy. bee. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm adverse to work, so I don't want to be a worker bee. That's also fair. All right, it looks like we have almost all the answers in. All of the answers are in. All right, what is the answer here? Um, this is probably something that Amazon is going to be uh, very mm. familiar with in the near future, I'm guessing. Uh, drones. Yep. There's drones. That's it for Jeff, right? Yeah, now we're on to Ken. My turn. Uh-oh, someone said. The <laughs> alchemy jug, <laughs> yeah, what, a magical what? item included in official Dungeons & Dragons materials, magically produces various liquids such as water, beer, oil, and vinegar. Comically, it also can create what condiment, which might come in handy while making a Portillo's chocolate cake. I'm just going to say for anybody who hasn't had a Portillo's chocolate cake, this is the secret ingredient. This is the secret ingredient in Portillo's chocolate cake. And but also, 
It's a uh, quite comical in the D and D continuum here. Yeah, big D. You say they guy. wrote it as like a placeholder, and then they thought it was too funny to cut. Yeah, I think so. I think they just wanted people to come to conventions and tell them what they used the condiment for. Mm. We're getting a lot of right answers, which I'm happy to see. So on far, this one. I believe all right answers. Yeah, in various forms. Is it because of the chocolate cake clue? Is that why? Do Portillo yeah. people really know their Portillo's cakes? Or are we just or a bunch of D&D people with alchemy jokes? It's general baking. That's smart. Not a top secret Portillo's <laughs> IP. Okay. Interesting. Well, looks like uh, we are good to go here. Mm-hmm. The correct answer is mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Disgusting. All right. I know. I know. I know. In my campaign, the person with the uh, alchemy jug kept trying to feed monsters mayonnaise and like make them slip on mayonnaise. And I was like, "Could you just stop, please?" <laughs> it created a problem. Yeah. The group. There was a rift. All right. <laughs> the mayo rift. Let's go to the next question. What William Gibson novel is often credited for populari- popularizing the term cyberspace? The novel features an AI antagonist named Wintermute and many other sci-fi tropes that we know and love today. Interesting. You could call this a sci- early cyberpunk novel, perhaps. Would you? I would. Okay. That's important. I did that question really easily. I <laughs> would you? I would. Yes, yes. excellent. Uh, I've never heard of this book, but um, my my sci-fi is not very, very strong. Not a big sci-fi. No. I own the Red sci-fi Planet. Sci-fi guy. Um, How we doing on, on the answers? Looks like about 50-50 yeah. so far. Good. Um, That's what I aim for. Yeah, I would have. Unfortunately, not because the not the Smurfs. Yeah, I um, think without this novel, we wouldn't have some things like uh, the Matrix and the Trucial Diaries. Other great, yeah, I haven't read it. It's not the Trucial Diaries. The uh, the answer. <laughs> are we all set? We're set. The answer is. It's about to play. Neuromancer. Neuromancer. Just going to throw out there that my favorite wrong answer from that was Flatland. So thank you for the shout out there. Okay. Yep. All right. Neuromancer. A pug mill is an arts and crafts tool used for working with what medium? A pug mill. This is a challenging one if you haven't uh, done arts and crafts with this medium, perhaps. With a pug mill. I just learned this myself. Mm-hmm. I left my pug mill I'm, ass- I'm assisting in an arts class at my uh, regular job. Mm-hmm. Which is not podcasting, but uh, I recently learned what the pug mill is, and I quite enjoy using it. It's very calming. And do you also yeah. enjoy this medium? Uh, yeah, also could be considered calming. Yes, I've never done it. No, no, I was never um, a big arts person. I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's like, how did everyone score all of them? All right, right. we're still high. scoring, but the correct answer is clay. Mm. We're also surrect, uh, accepting pottery, pottery wheel, yeah, yeah. ceramics. The right idea. So the pug mill is used to remix uh, clay and rehydrate clay. Mm-hmm. Anything from the movie Ghost. Yeah, I think if you said it, yeah, it's hundred percent right. All right, next question. All right, slopey, slabby, crimpy. Pumpy, juggy, sketchy, and bomber aren't Snow White's new buddies, but common adjectives used when participating in what sport? It's also and several say of Ken's sport or activity. Sport or activity, I'll say. Is that because I challenged you when I said when I was? It like is. A- it is definitely a sport, <laughs> but some would consider it an activity. I would say it's athletic. If you're for doing sure. it non uh, non competitive, it's definitely athletic. So that's in the right genre. I would hang out with Pumpy. 
if if you guys were <laughs> pumpy, your favorite of the new uh, dwarfs. Yeah, I would I would leave Sketchy at home. I was like <laughs> pumpy. I was like Matt's hanging out with pumpy Sketchy all Jackson. the time on the weekends. Oh, oh, sketchy is uh, behind a strip club. Yeah. Uh, he's hanging out something. with Juggy. It's a problem. We he's can. got the you got the triviality cards there, Ken. He's like flicking them like he's in Vegas. <laughs> he's like, hey, hey, come check out our <laughs> podcast. Who said cornhole? It's called bags. What, what is cornhole? Are you kidding? Uh, cornhole. How are we doing? We got yeah. one, one correct. No, we got more oh, than we that. We got a couple. I'm mark, I'm, I got them marking. All right. It's proving to be a challenging one. Are we ready for the answer? I think we're ready. All right. Proving challenging. I think three teams got that one right. It is climbing. Mm. Rock climbing, sport climbing, bouldering, etc. So some of these describe the shapes of the holds. Uh Bomber means something's like super good or super safe. Sketchy means the opposite. <laughs> that makes sense. Yep. All right. I think this is your last question. What mother sauce is composed of butter, flour, and milk? Though similar to an Alfredo sauce, it lacks cheese. Mm. So it's basically an Alfredo sauce without the cheese. Now, as a, as a vegan, you cannot have this. No, I, I can only eat the flour uh, straight. This is a... Uh, <laughs> Behind <laughs> just scoops of flour. <laughs> behind yeah, the, yeah, I'm making a, I'm making a vegan uh, mother sauce. It's just a pile of flour. Behind the scenes, um, we spelled the answer wrong, so I have to go and fix all these because it's not auto scoring any of them. So thank That's you. That's all right. Thank you for being consummate professionals. I'm doing well, you know, I'm doing my best. Mother here. sauces are like French, right? Yes. French yes. Yeah. So I don't know how to spell French. But stuff. you you wrote the question and you couldn't fact check your own answer. I think I think it autocorrected to it. Yeah, that's probably the problem. Uh, can't a trust autocorrect. A lot of you guys know this one though, so a lot of expert bakers in the room, I imagine. Hopefully, not baking with the mother sauce. You don't. Oh, what do you do with the mother sauce? You pour it on stuff, cooking noodles. Oh. You don't want a cake. Noodles. Noodles. Want a mother sauce cake. Okay. Anyways, are we ready? The yeah. answer to this one is bechamel. Bechamel. My favorite actress, Zoe Bechamel. <laughs> Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The Nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? Well, of course, you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. They've done weird things. Wheel! Oh, 
Cat and Jethro, Box of Oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected, as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the Box of Oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. All right, so we are moving on to the final. Uh, every one of these questions, remember, you're going to be prompted to wager up to 30 points um, based on how confident you feel. Um, Ken, you wrote these, so you can ask these. The sure. first category is E.T., the sextraterrestrial. <laughs> what? <laughs> what could this be about? Jim Carrey and Damon Wayans play aliens in what film? Taking the title into consideration with my love life, I find this is not usually the case. <laughs> a wonderful flick, right? Uh, it's pretty lowly rated. <laughs> it's a pretty lowly rated on uh, IMDb. I feel like this is like uh, zero to thirty on the wager. Yep. Yeah, this is when they assuming were assuming you have the points. Both on in living color, I imagine. <laughs> Early nineties. Someone is not appreciating these extraterrestrials. Well, I do, and and you figured out that you can bet zero if you if you don't know. So that's a that's a great idea there. Yeah, good play. Yeah, if you don't know it, bet zero. Any uh, any final scoring? Um, it feels like you either know it or have no idea what we're talking any about good, at all. Any good funny answers here? Nope, because <laughs> the answer is funny enough as it is. Earth uh, girls are easy. You said that's not your experience. That's not my experience. <laughs> well, he sticks I gotta, tomorrow, go, I gotta go somewhere else because yeah. it's not working. Yeah, you got <laughs> Next category. Let's do a hockey. Let's do a hockey. The Chicago Blackhawks, my boys, lucked out in the uh, 2023 draft lottery, allowing them to pick first and incurring the wrath of hockey fans everywhere besides Chicago. To make matters more complicated, the player selected is expected to be an outstanding NHL talent surpassing many previous draft classes. Who is this player who was picked first overall in 2023? Uh, up to 30 points. Up to 30 points, as long as you have them. You were there at the draft. <laughs> well, that's cheating, so I'm taking your points away. <laughs> Inside information. Uh, you can't wager negative points. Just uh, throwing that out there. Uh Resetting. Yeah, someone accidentally wagered negative 30 points. Nice try there. (laughs) Nice try. (laughs) If you get a negative question wrong, you gain the points, and that's not not how we're doing things around here. It's a professional operation. We appreciate the effort, though. So th- this one's proving about 50-50 as well, separating the hockey I like Lario Mamieu. Lario Mamieu. My favorite. Yeah, everyone's favorite hockey Lar. player. Uh, <laughs> uh, the answer we're looking for is Connor Bedard. Connor, Connor Bedard. Bedard. Looking forward to seeing him this so year. So what, what happened the last time the, the Blackhawks drafted first overall a couple times? They ended up Kaner. It was a while. Yeah. Yeah. It turned out all right. No, yeah. it was uh, Taves. I think Kaner was second. Um, oh, that's second right. Pick. They were both. They were both right at the top. Yeah, Cave, uh, Kane first, Taves third, the captain. All right, last category. Uh, I believe it is your art is the prettiest art of all the art. Yep. <laughs> An art question to finish off. Swint, uh, sorry, Swiss painter Arnold Bachlin has done several self-portraits, but possibly his most famous features another figure behind him. Who is this figure, and what instrument are they playing? 
So we need a, the figure and the instrument. This is a toughie. I don't blame you if you don't know it, but it's tough. But think about it. Is it a good painting? You like it's this a one? Great, it's a great painting. This is probably my favorite self So of all the art, it's your favorite art among the it's art? It's the favorite art of all the art. You got the art question right last night. You drew a, a box with a box in it. Oh, my God. That was really <laughs> hilarious. Yes, there was wonderful. a Rothko question last last night. I said, you know Rothko? And they go, no. I go, he's the one who does these. And it was a box with another box. <laughs> Right? Maybe a, a box next to a box. It's pretty accurate. I, li- I like some of these. We got Einstein playing the lute. We got Mozart with the violin. Einstein with what? Uh, Jesus playing the harp. Yeah. A lot of good answers here. The Arnold Schwarzenegger and an alpine horn. It's basically the Ricola. <laughs> it's the Ricola commercial, right? I love it. The correct answer is death playing the fiddle. Death playing the fiddle. We accepted... Uh, Devil or devil playing, devil the, playing violin. the violin. Close. It's very, very close. So it's a, it's basically a skeleton playing the fiddle right over his shoulder. Pretty cool painting. It uh, it suits my goth tendencies, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So with that, we have completed the game. Uh, we're gonna read out the top five scores right now. We have plenty of time. Just you can read no, every. Oh well, yeah, let's read all the scores. We have a whole right. half hour left. In, but <laughs> yeah. but the top three, please hang around and come talk to us. We'll get your information. We'll send you some. Prizes. Actually, scratch that. Uh, we have a lot of time to kill. Uh, just come talk to us. Yeah, we're, uh, but we're certainly lonely. if you're in the top three, we gotta we'll, wait for we'll make flight. sure to make arrangements. Uh, in 15th, <laughs> Dragon Warriors with 80. Joyce and Friends with 95. El Mojo Nut with 100 points in 13th. Rock Paper Quizzers, 110 points in 12th. Jay in Motion, 140 in 11th. The Back Row Bunch, 145 in 10th. Unfortunately, had to bail. Longest first date ever, 150 points in 9th. Sean C. also with 150, so I guess they move up to 8th. Gary Middleton by himself with his wife. Didn't give her credit. 155, 7th <laughs> place. Rage Quit Against the Machine, 170 in 6th. Boss, what is this? Bossing, say. Okay. You are in 5th. Or tied for fourth with 175 with the Raging Coopers. Right, Top three in third, Quiz Khalifa with 180 Yay. in second place. Bed Bath and Beyond Thunderdome with 220. Making our winners today, very Randy, appropriately, Randy Savage Garden with 280. Very nice. Good job, guys. You are today's cream of the crop. Oh yeah. Oh, that was oh, a bad. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. I'm working on it. Yeah, I didn't know you could do that. That's excellent. <laughs> Um, so that's the game, like guys. Six years of this, and it finally stuck. So, yep, that's that's going to be the game today. Thank you guys so much for coming out. Thank you to Sporkle for having us out here at SporkleCon. It's been so much fun seeing all you guys. Thanks to Airwave Media, our network, and uh, for Jeff, Matt, myself, not Neil, not Neil, who is currently in Oklahoma, hoping to get cast by the Prairie. This was Triviality. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>